Today on the Thriving Man podcast, we are going to discuss one of the three biggest barriers to growth in your life, and that is insecurity. Now, that's kind of a fuzzy word, so we are Mm -hmm. going to take the time to define that word. We're going to discuss some of the symptoms of insecurity and what that looks like, and then we're going to give you some tips on how to find it in your life, because the truth is insecurity holds the most power over us when it's left undefined. All that and more today on the show. This is the Thriving Man Podcast with David and Reese Maxwell. These weekly shows are designed to help you remove the confusion from your life and make real progress with your growth. No matter where you are or where you're going, we're here to help you live a life you can be proud of. So welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast. Welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast, where our goal is to help you live life to the fullest in four key areas physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. The truth is we want you to be able to live a life that you're proud of. And that's why we make the content we do, Mm -hmm. whether it's here on the show or on our website, thrivingman.com. All of this is to help you be successful. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And today we're talking about the barriers to your growth. Uh, We're going to be discussing three main ones over the next couple weeks. We've already discussed confusion. Yeah. Confusion, as we talked about, has two main elements to it, Mm -hmm. a lack of instruction and then a lot of unrealistic expectations that were put on us by society. Yeah. A lot of people live under that. Mm -hmm. And so today we're discussing the second biggest one. It's a special passion of yours. You talk about it all the time. All the time. uh, And that's insecurity. Yeah. In fact, one of dad's big quotes that he said ever since I was a kid Uh is it all goes back to insecurity. (laughs) It really does. You you think about... So many decisions we make, Mm -hmm. so many things we do as men, Mm -hmm. a lot of times comes out of our insecurity. Right. Why is that guy sleeping with all those girls? Why does that guy have to be number one and be the best? Mm -hmm. A lot of times he's dealing with his own insecurity. And insecurity is something we just kind of end up passing on to other people, and it's not good. No, it's not. And that word is a little... uh hard to grasp hold of. Mm -hmm. It's a little difficult to define. So if you don't mind, could you define insecurity to us as you understand it? Yeah. Insecurity is when a a man is not really sure who he is. So he can't really define himself. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of takes on parts. Um, I'm going to be this for these people. I'm Mm going to be this for this person. Yeah. And so what we do is as men, when we aren't sure who we are, We don't really dig into ourselves. We don't get to know ourselves. Mm. We play parts. This is my work persona. This is my home persona. This is my out with my friends persona. And so we we just kind of morph. And the problem with that is the man doesn't know who he is. Mm. So when it comes time to big decisions or having a foundation in your life, you yeah. don't have it because you're always trying to figure out what does everybody want from me. Mm. And and so that's where we wear the mask and that's what makes an insecure person because then they, they don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to say it. So they just, oh, let me play this part. I'm I'm the mean boss. Today's mean boss day. Yeah. And then later there's someone else, but they don't really know who and what they are. Right. And insecurity is one of those things, as you defined it, it's a lack of identity. Mm-hmm. It's a lack of self, maybe confidence and self-awareness, kind of a yeah. mix of the two. Yeah. And it results in us doing a lot of dumb stuff. Um, yeah. That can, <laughs> it's a good way to do it. That can end up being the way it turns out. I mm-hmm. mean, you worked with students for how long? 30 years. Yeah. And I'm sure 
you saw a lot of students do dumb stuff out of insecurity. Well, and that's what most teenagers who do dumb stuff, it's because they're insecure. They're mm. trying to fit into a peer group. Mm. You know, we all talk about peer pressure, but peer pressure wouldn't bother someone who's secure. Mm. If you're secure in who you are, somebody says, well, I'm going to make fun of you. Okay, I know who I am. Mm. And so when you're insecure, that's when peer pressure gets you. That's when the pressure of the crowd gets you and you start doing some dumb things. And guys are really good at you get around your boys and they're like, oh, hey, watch this. And they're great YouTube videos. Yeah. But it, it's very painful for you. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, that, that's what kept America's Funniest Home Videos alive. I know. was a bunch of interesting <laughs> dudes trying to impress each other. Yeah, they were. Um, but it's... I guess you would say it can define the behavior of men without mm -hmm. them even knowing it. Yeah, a lot of guys don't even know they're acting in insecurity. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are men out there who are doing things they've always done, and they think, well, this is just the way I am. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times it's because you started a coping with your insecurity at a young age, and you've just lived your life that way. Yeah. You know, and I recognize that because that's the way I was. And it yeah. hurt me throughout school. I can look back now and see, like, I played sports, I played football, and I would have been so much better in football mm. had I not been so insecure. Really? I was a big kid, you know, had all this potential, but I was so worried about what other people thought of me. I mm. couldn't just relax and play the game. Yeah. I always was worried. And it kept me from really giving myself totally and being able to play better. Yeah. Well, that's, I think is actually a great segue. Let's talk about some of the symptoms mm -hmm. of insecurity. Yeah. Uh, because it's something that holds the most power over us when we don't define it. Yeah. Let's look at some of the ways that it can manifest yeah. in the life of men. What would be one of the ways that you say, hey, if you have this, you might yeah. be insecure? Well, I'll just go with the one I had. I was overly passive. You know, sometimes when you're insecure, you tend to just back off mm. because you aren't sure what you think, what you believe, what you do. So you kind of read the room. Mm. And so you become very good at what does everybody want me to be? Um. How do my parents want me to act? How does my teacher want me to act? How does my coach want me to act? So what you're doing is you're kind of pulling back from yourself and kind of going passive. You don't know what you want. So you're kind of doing everything else. And you're not as naturally aggressive as men are made to be. Um, not in a bad way, but in a good way, like growth and getting better, you tend to stay passive in that. Yeah. And our society has a lot of ways today, even more so to encourage that passivity. Mm. You just play games online all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't live a real life. You live a virtual life. You know, uh, you, you don't date real girls. You look at porn. Mm. You know, those are all passive things and it encourages passivity. And a lot of guys who are insecure they're eaten up with passivity. Yeah. And that's, I guess I wouldn't use the word aggressive, like men, men aren't as aggressive as they should be. Mm -hmm. I would almost use the word courageous. Yeah, that's a good word. That's uh, a better there, word. There's a lack of courage because yeah. sometimes it takes courage to disagree with someone mm -hmm. in the room. Like somebody talks to you and you don't agree with their opinion. Yeah. If you're insecure, you're probably going to just either not say anything yeah. or you'll back down and just agree with them so that they'll be quiet. Yeah. Um, you'll get run over a lot mm -hmm. versus if you are secure, you have a certain level of courage to be like, no, I don't think we should do that. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. whether that's something moral or yeah. whether it's something very simple, like agreeing on if a movie was good or not. Yeah. Somebody may yeah. be like, that movie was terrible. And you yeah. can, like an insecure person's like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but true. a secure person's like, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Because they're they're able to do it. And what's funny is we have the the overly passive side, the lack of courage. But then sometimes we take the guy who's overly aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, a guy who is you know, he he kind of comes off real strong. We think he's very secure, but a lot of times those guys are just as insecure. They just go the opposite way. Mm. You know, they have to be number one. They have to put everybody else down. They have to beat everybody. Mm. You know, guys are naturally competitive, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. But when you're insecure and competitive, then you want to win because you want to be on top. Mm-hmm. A guy who wants to be on top and has to be on top. Yeah, has to is a good way. Of has to. It. A lot of times, it's not that you just want to win. That's a natural thing. But when you have to win, and if you don't, you know, it like hurts you. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is you're looking at that thing to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. And your insecurity needs to win, needs to be number one. Yeah, that's actually very funny. Uh, I know you've already watched this show, but I've been watching the show Blue Lock. Uh-huh. Uh, which is an anime about soccer. Yeah, it's a and, good one. And it, yeah, it's it's very good. Yeah. It does not teach that principle, though. Um, mm-hmm. It actually encourages people to be insecure so that they try and push their own limits. Yeah. However, we're talking real life. And in real life, that's not good for you. Yeah. Like think of the football player who never retires. And, yeah. and he just, he quits the game, comes back, quits the game, comes back, says, mm-hmm. I'm done. I can't, my body can't handle this. Yeah. But then comes back because he doesn't know how to function without yeah. wins, without yeah. rings, without championships. Yeah. That's a person who has leaned to that side of insecurity yeah. uh, and who has looked for that. Yeah, and which leads us to really you've got your you got your overly passive, you've got the overly aggressive. And and both of those can go to the other one to where you just crave that outside attention. Mm. Like in sports like in like today we have like every singing show in the world out there. Well, so many people who get into that are very insecure. Mm-hmm. So they want the crowd, they want the feedback, they want the number one songs, they want to be the number one movie star. You know, you'll see movie stars who are, well, you made 15 million on your last film, well, I made 16 million. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just this level of I have to be on top. I have to be number one. And a lot of that is driven by their own insecurity. Yeah. They want to prove and show the world I can be number one, I can be the best. And and you know, a lot of people it's really just them going, Am I am I good enough for the world? Yeah. And that questioning posture, mm-hmm. am I enough? Yeah. That is pretty much how to say insecurity. Yeah. I mean that that is that is one of the biggest manifestations. It really is. Is a person who's constantly questioning am I enough? Yeah. And they look to outside people to tell them they're enough. Yeah. They want to know and they do it through money, they do it through fame. Yeah. They do it through all these things. Titles. Yeah. Titles, accolades, uh, the the corner office, you know, in business world, the gold pen, the Rolex watch. You know, we have all these things that are status symbols. And, and getting things is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. It's just when you need those. Yeah. I think, and the, don't misinterpret what we're saying here. We're not saying if you want to accomplish big things, that means you're insecure. Yeah. We're saying if you 
have to do it to feel like That's you're enough. Mm-hmm. That's insecurity. Yeah. It's insecurity once the want to becomes a need to. Mm-hmm. It becomes a have to. It becomes yeah. a requirement. It becomes the way you define yourself. Yeah. And that's where like a lot of guys, like you may be a very competitive guy and you may do it from a secure position. Like I, I'm, I'm good at this, so I want to be the best. That's fine because you're driven. But there's a difference between that person and the person who wants to prove to the world that they're the best. Right. You know, I want to show everybody I got it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an insecure position. And what you're doing by doing that, you're actually giving the world, the people, the crowd, the fans, whoever, you're giving them power over your life. You're giving them control. Yeah. And I think that's that's a dangerous place to be because the world will worship you one moment and hate you the next. Yeah, well, look at the the influencer world. Yeah. If you're a social media influencer, everybody loves your stuff one day. You have a million likes or a million whatever, but then the next day they can drop you just as quick. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people's career is based on stuff like that, which makes them very insecure because yes. everything has to do with, well, how many views did I get? Yeah. You know, how many likes did I get and all this? And even people at the top, you're never going to have everybody happy with you. Yeah. I mean, I think of, uh, let's use Michael Jackson as an example. Mm-hmm. Near the end of his life, because uh, he died in, I believe, 2009, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. Yeah. Probably the past, f- the last five years of his life, he was kind of a joke. Yeah. People, because of all the scandals that had happened mm-hmm. and just some really weird personality things. Yeah. Everyone was just not really paying attention to him, making fun of him. Yeah. When he passed, man, you you had T-shirts at Walmart with his yeah. face on it. His stuff went back up to the top of the charts. Yeah. He's he's known as the legend now. And, yeah. And his you know accolades now are they're enduring their legendary status. Yeah. But he's not here to enjoy them. Yeah. Um. Actually, he kind of ended his career in a little bit of disgrace. Mm-hmm. And so if if your value is coming from other people, even yeah. when you're one of the number one people who's made history in your profession, Yeah, that's going to be a rough spot to be at. Yeah, it is. Well, people put you on that pedestal, but they can take you down very quick. And if you're insecure, you need that pedestal. Yep. And that's where a lot of people don't understand that. And they get taken down real quick and then they have nothing mm-hmm. because they don't even have what made them what they think they are. Yeah. I want to talk about one more of the big symptoms. Mm-hmm. And I would define it as self-obsession. Yeah. I think a lot of times a person who's insecure is always wondering about themselves. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. is, you know, am, am, do I look good to these people? Yeah. Am I sounding smart enough? Yeah. Uh, is my performance up to par? What are these people going to say about me? Yeah. A lot of times when you're constantly thinking of yourself through that lens, mm-hmm. that uh, questioning lens or the yeah. learning lens, mm-hmm. a lot of times that is a big indicator of insecurity. Well, and you get that to where, you know, you go to a party, you're meeting people, you don't remember anybody's name, you know, and, and I have a hard time with that. But if I'm honest, it's because a lot of times when I meet people, I'm thinking, what do I say? What do I, you know, and I'm thinking about say, yeah. me and I'm not thinking about them. And you have to train yourself yeah. to really think of the other person. And I think we all have a natural tendency to do that. But when you obsess on it, 
then everything you do, you wonder, what does everybody think? What does everybody um, I tell a story that recently I was getting ready uh, for church and I thought, oh, did I wear this recently? Mm. And I was, I was like, I can't wear the same thing I wore last week. Mm-hmm. But then I couldn't remember what anyone else wore last week. And I thought, you know, if I don't remember what they wore, mm-hmm. most people aren't going to remember what I wore. Yep. And, and it kind of helped me go, that's kind of kind of self-obsessive, you know, where you think about, I can't wear the same thing because everybody will notice they won't care. Most people yeah. won't. And that's oddly freeing. Yeah, it is. It really is oddly mm-hmm. freeing um, because you're no longer slave to the opinions of others. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's almost how I would define security is a level of confidence mm-hmm. um, knowing that you are enough. And, yeah. you know, I mean, honestly, as a Christian, I know a lot of that's in Christ. So mm-hmm. technically you do get your worth and value from an outside source. Yeah. It just needs to be one that's from the perfect being who created everything yeah. and not from a bunch of people who are insecure about themselves. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Like people who will, you know, lift you up and then tear you down the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think a lot of times our self-obsession is really just a natural selfishness yes. that's gone out of control. Yep. Because we think I can control every aspect of my life. And that self-obsession born by insecurity can be positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember that. Like it's not always a negative thing. It's not always yeah. like, a, oh, I'm terrible. Although a lot of times it is. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I would probably lean more towards the negative side mm-hmm. when I'm insecure. But some people lean towards the positive side of like narcissism almost. Yeah. To where it's like, I'm just going to keep affirming myself and I, I'm better than everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. that positive, quote unquote, uh, self-obsession also comes from insecurity. It does, because those people have a hard time serving others. They have a hard time, you know, doing things for other people because they're really focused on themselves. Or they do those things with a selfish motive. You know, it's the person who's out, you know, giving food to the homeless or something, and they're making sure, are the cameras on me? Oh, the cameras, okay. Like a politician. Yeah, you know, yeah, the like... politician who, who. Uh, in fact, there was a story, there was a president years ago who was with some friends laughing, walking into this real somber, almost a funeral. Mm. And they said he was laughing and then he turned to walk into the funeral and instantly his face got this melancholy, sad look. Hmm. And he just turned it on. Mm. And they were saying, that's amazing. You know, because what it is, is he could be whatever the room needed him to be. Mm. And he was a very insecure person. Yeah. And and once again, there there's a different... If it comes from a different root, some of those behaviors can be positive. Yeah. Like if you love people and genuinely value them, so yeah. you're willing to put your feelings on the back burner so you yep. can be what they need. Yeah. That's actually a very that's secure a good thing, thing to do. Yeah. But if it's coming from a place of insecurity, yeah. it's that have to, it's that earning, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's an unhealthy mentality. Yeah, it's true. So let's go ahead. We've talked about the theory of this. Mm-hmm. But let's get into some stories. Okay. I mean, some people are going to have to hear examples in yeah, order yeah. to recognize it rather than just a description. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd say for me, one of the biggest – I'm in the book of 1 Samuel right now, so mm-hmm. I've been reading about the story of Saul and David. Yeah. And King Saul, the very first king of Israel, Yeah. so insecure. He was. Um, whenever they were trying to choose him mm-hmm. to be king, yeah. he was hiding from them. Yeah. Because he didn't think he was worth it. Yeah. Even though God had chosen him. 
And you see this sense of fear mm-hmm. and reluctance follow him his whole kingship. Yeah. It got to the point eventually he's chasing after David, who never once had had a malicious thought towards him. Yeah. And he was convinced this guy's trying to kill me. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. he was sure that this yeah. dude wanted to take his throne and, and kill him. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. It literally his insecurity became a filter. Yeah. To where he began to look at everyone around him with suspicion. Yeah. Everyone around him with fear. Mm-hmm. He was so self-obsessed. Mm-hmm. Like there there was a story where he was chasing after David to kill him. His own guy, mind yeah. you. While the Philistines were attacking in a different part of the nation. Yeah. So his job was to fight the other nation, but he ignored it and went over one of his own guys because he was so eaten up yeah. with insecurity. Um, and I think a lot of that goes to show not only insecurities manifestations yeah. and fear, you know, suspicion, aggressiveness, mm-hmm. but also it shows that once you get to a certain position, it doesn't fix that. Yeah. Like this dude was the number one most powerful guy in the nation. Mm-hmm. And he actually got more insecure. So yeah. clearly that stuff doesn't fix it. Well, and it happens today. A guy who becomes CEO, he clawed and worked, you know, and put people down. Once he gets that position, then he becomes obsessed with, okay, who's trying to take my position? Right. And I, when I think of it today, I think of like our beauty culture mm. and, and really our image culture. You know, there's the plastic surgery. You know, yep. we've all seen the movie stars who've yep. had so much plastic surgery. They don't even look the same anymore. Yeah. But they keep doing it. They have this, they have that. And that's that's a culture that comes out of their own insecurity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, you know, doing the Botox, doing these things. You know, uh, guys, guys are doing more of that these days than they used to. But even back in the day, the guy who got the hair implants, mm. you know, thinking nobody notices mm. and everybody knows. Or the guy who's got the toupee and acts like, oh, it's not there. And everybody knows it's there. You know, there's just a little bit. I'm not saying it's wrong to get one, but I've seen a guy who had one and he talked about it Mm -hmm. and he was real secure. Yeah, I got one. It's a pretty good one, you know? And I thought, okay, I'm kind of down with that as far as he's being honest. Yeah. But the guy who's just like hiding it, you know, and oh no, this is my real hair. Mm -hmm. It's just more than I had last week. Yep. Um, and, and so we all have those areas. I think we can tend toward the insecure. Yeah. Um, but it's when it becomes obsessive. Right. And our culture kind of feeds that today. The advertisers want you to be insecure so they buy their product. Mm-hmm. You know. That's a good point. And, and I think a lot of times we buy into that. Yeah. No, that's true. And keep in mind, guys, we're not talking about this as if we're some perfect people that have no insecurities. Mm-hmm. We're discussing it because we've experienced it. Yeah, we have. I mean, you've talked about, you know, growing up, you were very insecure. Yeah. I definitely was insecure. Mine was overthinking. Yeah. I would overthink, you know, what am I doing? How's this person feel? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If I ever get in that headspace, that's what it looks like for me mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah. Or like being unnecessarily hard on myself. Yeah. So like, that's what it looks like for me. But when you bring it to the surface mm-hmm. and you acknowledge it rather than just avoiding it, yeah. you can take away some of its power over your life. Yeah, and that's the key is I think what what men have to do is learn to recognize everybody has an area of insecurity or areas of insecurity. Yes, everyone. And when you acknowledge it, you're like, oh, okay. It kind of takes the power away from it. Yeah. 
Um, and that's what I think we have to do as men is learn how to acknowledge and find those areas in our life. Yes, I think it's true. And we want to help you do that. So we listed a lot of the symptoms. We're going to put them in the show notes mm -hmm. so that you can look over them. And our challenge to you this week when it comes to getting practical is look over those symptoms, kind of keep them with you, maybe in a note on your phone or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And think to yourself, am I manifesting any of these? Mm -hmm. Are any of these symptoms present in my life? Yeah. Um, getting into the deeper stuff of why yeah. we can do later. But mm -hmm. for now, it's simply just recognizing it. Yeah. We need to develop a sense of self-awareness to yeah. where when our insecurity comes up to the surface, mm -hmm. we can recognize it. Yeah. Okay. That's I, Hey, that's not actually reality there. Yeah. But the first step is recognizing it. Yeah. It's the only way to really find an answer. And it's just like our body. If all of a sudden you have a part of you that starts hurting, then you, okay, why am I, is my muscle imbalanced? Am I picking up things wrong? Am I doing something wrong? It's the same thing emotionally. Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys just kind of pull back from that, but it's really a big part of us finding what I like, what you said earlier, the courage yeah. to be the men we're designed to be. Yes. And once again, as we talked about last week, we would encourage you don't do it alone. Yeah. Uh, if you have some guys that you can discuss this with, or even bring it up, send the mm -hmm. podcast to them get the notes together and look over it for yourself, this would be the perfect time to have some real conversations. It would be. I mean, we live in a culture today where a lot of people don't feel known mm -hmm. and it's because they hide their stuff. Yeah. So if we bring it up to the surface and are real with each other, we can actually get to know each other as brothers yeah. and connect with each other on a deeper level yeah. than if we all just pretend we're okay. Yeah, you everything's know? fine. Yeah, it like, let's get this stuff to the surface and deal with it. Yeah. That's what courage looks like. That is what courage looks like. And so we, we're giving you this tool to use, you know, uh, don't, don't just set it to the side and forget about it. Yeah. I would encourage yeah. you be thinking about it throughout the week. We should do this too. Yeah. And, um, we can even discuss it at some point mm -hmm. just because this is a journey. Um, one of our big things that we talk about is life is yeah. a journey that never ends. Mm -hmm. We're always going to be discovering new things. Yeah. So take are. the next step this week. I think that's about all the time we have. Yeah. So, uh, guys, just remember, on this podcast, we are here to help you live a life you're proud of. We want you to experience mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual success so that you can thrive. Mm -hmm. We want a generation of men who are getting out of survival mode, yeah. out of living day to day, yeah. and thriving. Yep. So we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for listening to the Thriving Man Podcast. If you want to check out more resources from David and Reese, you can go to thrivingman.com. We'll see you in the next episode.